6.30 and it'll be at Bratcher's Nursery and Sister Denise Bell will be speaking. We're excited about that. Sign up sheet is in the foyer, so please sign up. TCYC, which is Truth Church uh, Youth Convention, it's in Denison, Texas, will be the end of July. And then next Wednesday, we'll start our six-week split session and the men will be in the sanctuary, the women will be in the children's church, and we will not have music. So just go straight to that area. This will be an hour long, and the men will be learning things about leadership, and the women will be learning about loving yourself, loving God, things like that. Uh, This time, we're going to take up our offering. We're going to do it a little different. God, we thank you for the privilege to get to come into your presence We thank you for the ability to worship you. You are the sovereign God. You are the one who made a way when we couldn't see a way. God, I pray that you would bless each and every individual tonight. In Jesus' name, are you thankful that he made a way and that we have the Old Testament to read about for what he'll still do now with his new covenant with his people? Oh, God.
Bassett Kennison family. Dennis Shannon is in stage four lung cancer. Samantha Ford is in ICU and Tyler. Chaplain Steve Gibbs. Uh, how is that going? to make a special target of prayer with and for them. Roy and Janice Bowden, Travis Lloyd, Joel and Linda Peace, Norman Gilbert, Wayne and Walt and Andre Irwin. And God is just doing a tremendous work stirring up people across this area. And I, I trust that as we come to the Lord, the church house, that we lay aside all the things that are out there and that we start talking about to each other, to our children, in front of our children as to what we are hoping God would do in the next service or tonight service or Sunday service. And I think that it would help create an appetite for angels to hear us talking on the way. They're already watching and listening anyhow. So I think that they would have a way to reach us if our sensitivity level reaches up a little higher on our way to the house of God and in the lobby and stuff talking about what God has done for you this week or what you're wanting him to do. All of those things will create a tremendous asset to every service and then the uh, realization or healing can take place. If you have a need in your body, please feel free to come to the front for the Griffith and other ministries that are here will pray with you and for you. God is on our side. And if, he said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. One of the things that we imbibe into our life is a realization of confidence. This is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, we know that he heareth us. Yes, God. You hold my every moment. You calm my raging seas. You Oh 
time, no instruments. this awesome spirit is prevailing why don't you whisper to God what you sense your greatest need to be open your heart to him he wants to hear your heart beat what's your greatest need just whisper to him to the word of the Lord I encourage you to just continue as you're seated just continue to let the lines be open to him and close to any outside thought 
And as you well know, you, you can't just try to think something away. The Bible says through desire we separate ourselves, and that's in every category of life. That, that doesn't just cover a small part. It's Proverbs 18. But when you desire something enough, other things that seemed so imperative, they slow down and you can even actually forget a pretty important event. If you get something really unimportant, dominating your mind. And first thing you know, you thought, oh my goodness, I forgot the most important thing today. And so through desire, and that's what prayer helps us to do, is to create a desire for more of him. And as we do that, we sense more of him, and others begin to feel that via our voice, our attitude, our spirit, the way we conduct ourselves on every level. And so it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal thing God's got going. And I uh, uh, am thrilled tonight to be a part of this great uh, escapade that God is taking us out of, a world of sin. you to know and while I'm looking for this little I am most appreciative of being a pastor of a church of people who respond and who care about responding themselves to a world in need so what I'm about to say is that I know that it it don't look like I'm busy sometimes because most people, they're being busy means they're doing something with their hands or where they're going or whatever. Mine is mostly right here and here. And so it's pretty hard for people to see. And some, sometimes they'll say, well, you're not busy. Would you do this? And I'm thinking, you know, man, you don't know my job description. I got to carve out of the Bible things mentally, spiritually, etc. And so working with the invisible world, it's, it's just amazing how people in the city particularly, you know, they say, man, you know, what do you do, just work twice a week? I said, are you kidding me? I said, you're on the agenda, bub. I'm, I'm trying to help you. You don't even realize it. And so we're trying to help everybody here. And so I thank you for moving into that dimension and realizing that uh, how imperative some of that is. So I, I really encourage us to uh, decide what our next need is. And one of the places that you will do that is that you will get into a prayer chamber and pray until you're in the spirit. And then ask God, what is the next big need for my life? What is the next big need on dads and fathers and parents? What is the next big need that we have in our family? And what is the big need on my job, etc.? And so you work it down, and then that way you develop a system 
of getting answers and knowing when an answer has come. Now, the magnanimity of life is is revealed to us through oceans, uh, through the sky. The, the, the hugeness of it has yet to be revealed. But uh, doing a lot of flying and sensing a lot of things uh, through evangelizing for years and still moving around quite a bit, you start seeing the magnanimity of God's creation, and then you start realizing via that the magnanimity of his love. God so loved the world that he gave his life. And he thought that that one life would be enough. And it has been. And it will be. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That one oasis will feed everybody that's already been through here in this universe and everybody that's coming on. And we have a chance to help make it happen in a broader dimension in our local assembly. But the amazing thing is that eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. And, and we can get pretty hung up on just somebody getting in our way. And then he is the way and he said, call on me in the day of trouble, and I will hear you, and I will respond, or I will come to you. Well, you know, I mean, to believe in the Lord, that's what all of that means. I hear people say, I believe in him, and then they don't trust him. How can we believe in him if we don't trust him with all of our internal needs? It's an imperative that we turn all of our problems over to him so he can do the potter's house thing. Down at the potter's house, we get transformed. A whole lot of the time, the potter's house is the church of God, his household where ministry is happening. That potter's house will make over again the thought pattern. It will make over again the purifying of the spirit. The potter's house is the church house. It's where we go to hear preaching and teaching and rebuke and reprimand. It is the potter's house. And so it is that when we come to this house and the word of God comes to us, it starts moving our mental capabilities and increases our spiritual torque and reduces carnal concepts until freedom. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The only freedom we get is when we practice it. I hear a lot of people say, man, i tell you one thing, I'm walking in the truth. And then your next voice, almost they're lying. How can you say I'm walking in truth and then tell people you don't 
No man has seen the best future yet. God is not ashamed, however, to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a place. You know, as God was leading me into this message and, and helping me to get there, it, it, it really is an amazing thing because uh, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a place. Well, guess where that place starts? That place starts in our heart and in our prayer chamber. God, I come to you today, and I need you to help me to get this flesh under control. It's trying to run my life. My flesh is trying to dominate my existence on earth. And uh, you said you had a place for me. And I want you to hide me under the shadow of your wing. I need to be under your covering. Because there's a lot of prevailing wicked spirits out there that are trying to bleed through into my family and our city and our church and our world and our corporate living. And, and God, make me a light. And I want to be illuminated with wisdom. I want to be illuminated with character. I want to be illuminated with holiness. I want to be illuminated. I want to be that light, you said, and you shall be a light unto them that sit in darkness. And I want to be that light, and that ought to be a prayer. Maybe we ought to pray in a minute right now. If you really want to be, I wouldn't lie to him right now, but I'd tell him, I'd, God, make me a light. Help me. Our city's in trouble. Our nation is in trouble. They're confessing it in every newspaper. They're confessing it on every news media. We're in trouble. And you said, I'll bring a healing. And you meant you'd bring a church. Hallelujah. Let's move on. I want you to get that ocean in your mind. I want you to get the universe in your mind. God feels all in all. He is everywhere, meaning he's in the middle of what you got going. It's impossible for him to be out in Mars and impossible for him to be in New York and impossible for him to be in all those places and not be in your house. He is there, and he is the prince of peace. There is only one way to reduce the faction, and that is crucify the flesh because it's an antenna for every demon. It is an antenna for every wicked thought. This flesh, the ideal of the flesh you can graduate from college and still be a liar. You can graduate from college and still be a hater. You can't live for God and do those. It is impossible for holiness and light to live in the same temple with wickedness and idolatry and the works of the flesh. 
crucifying the flesh is going to put us in a position that the river is going to start taking out, out things in our city and our setting and it's going the ocean is full I'm telling you the heavens are full of his glory I'm telling you that prayer meetings mean something when you really tune in and don't just go through some mere rhetoric God is a spirit God is a spirit, John 4 and 24, the creator of heaven and the earth. We've got to get this little picture here down because it makes divine symmetry work. It makes the work of God work. It makes the work of God beneficial. It makes the work of God miraculous. It makes the work of God a wonderful appetite. So not anything made that was made that was not made by him. That's what it means to believe in Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And so that's what it means. God is the head of Christ. Now, I didn't put all the uh, scriptures up there because you can look it up real simple. God is the head of Christ. God is a what? Is a spirit. The carnal religious crowd has to make God fit the carnal mind. Again, this flesh is enmity with God. It tries to reduce God to our thought patterns so that if I were God, this is the way I would do it, is what you hear people say. And since God don't do it that way, I'm frustrated. I'm confused. I don't know if I want to walk with him any further. I don't even know if I want to go to his heaven because he is not doing what I want when I want him to do it and how I want him to do it. And I just, I don't think he and I are going to get along. I think we just get a divorce. Or we'll just try to live in the same church house and mimic part of him. And tease ourselves that we are a bride or a part of his life. God is the head of Christ, and I've tried to really get prepared for this lesson by helping us to understand that headship means responsible party. God, Spirit, is responsible for every tree and every seed. He is responsible for every animal and everything in creation. All we got to do is go to the first part of the book. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God is a spirit. He confesses that. He is the Father in spirit. The spirit actually moved upon the face of the deep. And the, as you st- study in the book of Genesis, and the earth and the waters were parted. That wasn't the finger of God that mental people say when we read in the scripture about the finger of God touch such. Well, that wasn't a physical thing. It was an extremity of God that God went through the whole universe and like a finger of lightning goes across the sky. That's a finger. And the finger of God goes, and all of a sudden there's a thought that's left in your mind when that lightning of the service or the worship service or or the word of God being preached. And all of a sudden, man, what was that? And then you go home and practice it and you say, man, I'll tell you what that was. 
That was the Lord himself. He just created a new part of me. He just created a new heart in me. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. He just gave me a new voice. So God is the head of Christ. Well, Christ is the head of man. That new bloodline and the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the word became flesh. That's not an elementary scripture. That is a total focus of the ability starting with the creation in Genesis 1 all the way to the book of Revelation when I I saw the holy city coming down from God out of heaven. My Lord, my soul burns tonight as I talk to this crowd and those of you that are tuned in on the online. I'm here to tell you God is wanting to do more for you than you ever wanted him to do for you. But you and I have got to connect with him and understand understand the principle and the power source you can't just go any old way he said I am the way I am the truth I am the light and no man cometh to the source or father but by me you got to get in the bloodline you got to get into the name you got to get into the spirit and when I say you gotta I mean that nobody's got to do anything but if you want everything you're really wanting when you go to prayer that's the source and that's the way to get it done and it's not going to be like, uh, oh, some magic trick and, and where the, uh, the, the helicopter disappears and the next time day you go back, the helicopter's back there. No, no, no. He gets rid of your sins as far as the east is from the west. Uh, I'm not talking about your sins will be back tomorrow unless you let the devil bring them back because the devil will never forget what he got you to do the first time and he'll work on you to get you to do it again because you gave in the first time. I'm here to preach to you that there's a separation it's a law of separation <coughs> and that is separate yourselves unto God and then guess what he can't get past God he couldn't get past the blood he couldn't cause death to keep him in a grave and he couldn't cause him to live in gravity all of his life God is superior still and Jesus Christ rose above it all because the headship furnished him the power and the glory of all of it now the next one is man is the head of the woman. And that used to infuriate women. I thank you for getting over it. I'll tell you why they hated it. Because men didn't have a head. Any man that don't have a head doesn't understand headship. And if Christ wouldn't have had a head, he wouldn't have had a source to draw from either. But if a man's going to be the head of the house, he better get his bread from the table of heaven. Because he's not going to be able to source that house with joy, righteousness, and peace every day unless he's eating good. We can furnish you all with a lot of money and we can furnish you with a lot of talent and we can take you to a lot of places and do a lot of things. But the head of the house is to furnish us righteousness, peace, and joy every day 
every way that is necessary to keep that home in harmony with God and the healer and the glory of the house of God and the, and the work of God. I'm here to tell us tonight that we don't have time to go through a lot of little, little trials and this and that and the other. It's high time, the Bible says in Romans, that we awaken to our possibility. Our only exit is the grave, and that is going to be by the rapture. And other than that, we're, on, we're only into abbreviated hell. We're, we've got a little abbreviated hell going, but we've got a little abbreviated heaven, and so we keep trying to straddle the fence. Well, I, 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 I know this. I probably ought not to do this, and now we've got to where we don't even confess it. We just think it in our heart. I probably ought not do this, but I tell you what, I like this so much, and, and I, I like the church, and I like doing this, and I tell you what, I'm just going to try to imitate. Straddling a fence never got anybody where they wanted to go. He said, I'm going to tell you how it is. This is how my kingdom works. You either sell out and follow me, or you're just going to be having fragments here, there, and yonder that will try to still allure you to make a better choice. So the man is the head of the woman. It's the, it's the relationship with the head of man, if man is going to be the head, he's got to be in touch with his head. And that head is the word. The word of the Lord is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. And uh, it is just a phenomenal thing how God set us up with where the responsibility or the headship belongs. It is the responsibility of a pastor to bring all of this information to us and give to us what we need in, so we can make good choices or decisions with our valuable life. You are more valuable than you have ever dreamed. You're not more important than you've ever dreamed. Most of us have been, we've enjoyed dreaming, you know, But everybody knows you best by your value. And that is God's ability. And God said, you are valuable enough for me that I will become sin. And I will live in your torment. And I will live under the insidious feelings and realizations of every demon. And I will be tempted in all points such as you will ever be. And I will create a bloodline that when you call on the name of Jesus in sincere faith, you will bring that blood of cleansing to your mind. You will bring that blood of cleansing to the way you live. You'll bring that blood of cleansing to your desires. You'll bring that blood of cleansing to your wisdoms. And all of a sudden, you will find yourself on the other side of the Red Sea and finding that the glory of the Lord made a way where there seemed to be no way. And all of a sudden there's a victory that overcomes the world and there's a victory that feeling in your heart you just can't hardly wait to praise him my god i thank you i, I could have never had this kind of life if it weren't for you i could have never had this kind of joy if it weren't for you oh god you
you're so wonderful. Oh, you people make all the fun you want to. I'm telling you, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not going to withhold my praise from a God that's that advanced and wonderfully supplied. The woman is the keeper of the home. She is the one, the man can't tell when the kids are sick. But the mother's sensitivity is so important. She looks at the kid and the eyes are sunk in and dad says, But mother said, no, 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 the kid's sick. Jerusalem is the mother of us all. Jerusalem's where the spiritual house got started. And Jerusalem is very sensitive to carnal concepts that begin to take over and reduce the vigor and the glory and the vitality. It's Mother Jerusalem is the mother of us all. That's where the beginning started. Go to Jerusalem, and there you're going to be endowed with power from on high. That's where the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, the keeper of the heart, the keeper of the mind, the keeper of the attitude, the keeper, the spirit of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. The spirit of the Lord that lifts us up when we have all kind of external reasons to be down. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, preach to me, preachers. And oh, God, let your voice be heard in the Paris and Paris-Lamar County. I wish we'd pray for every preacher because I'm, I'm hoping that every preacher, I'm hoping that every church service, I am believing God is going to loose a revival that's going to be a river through every building that looks like a house of God. Could we pray? I mean, take a minute and travail over the lost, travail over the needy, travail over this world that we live in particularly. Oh, Lamb of God. Oh, Lamb of God. Don't let me become a vagrant. Help me to have that passion for every person in this community. Hallelujah. I cannot thank you all enough for giving me the opportunity to preach him. I can't. I know it don't look like I'm ever busy, but I'm telling you right now, it's just my mind is so caught up in what he wants us to get done and what he he can advantage us to do. And, and you're going to be able to still hold your job. You're going to be able to still do all of the work, but you're going to do it in a better pace and a better thought pattern because of the glory. Children are the heritage of the home. They are what we raise up. They are what we bring to bear into their life. They are phenomenal. I don't care. I was a wayward boy, and I was still pretty phenomenal. At least Mama thought I was. And Mama the church thought I was. 
And they kept praying. They kept trusting. And they kept believing. And they kept loving. They kept caring. Till one day I realized without a question, they got it better than I do out here. I'm getting my hide home. I'm getting my hide to an altar. I'm getting myself covered again. I'm getting myself under the leadership again. And I'm going to get under the glory where the powers of God cannot be surpassed. I'm telling you, we got a lot of backsliders out there that are looking for a covering of peace and a joy, a hope and a glory. And we are going to reach them. They're going to sense the glory of the Lord running out from the doors, running out from our voices. I'm telling you, there's a bunch of hungry people that are starving for what you and I are sitting on. I wish we'd take a couple of minutes and pray for every backslider. I'm not about plead the blood over them. Oh, God. I will not criticize another backslider. I will not lament them. I will pray for them. Oh, God. Let the passion of this assembly become so keen that we're willing to give up time and effort. Oh, God, let this be a Wednesday night go down in history. That somehow we got the vision again and we got the purpose of being here again. Rachel, would you speak to us? Give me children, else I die. And God, would you speak to the UPC of Paris? Give us children, lest we die. We want more babies. We'll take more time with them in the future. We'll spend time. We'll turn aside from all the carnal stuff that's attracting us, and we'll spend time with new converts. We'll spend time with backsliders. Oh, God, this Wednesday night, let it go down in history that we have moved our way away from just self and what we want and what we want to do and we're reaching to our neighbors and we're reaching into the backsliders the church is the body of Christ the devil would do anything he could to get you to feeling that you're the ones doing it all and nobody else cares. The devil is a subtle beast of the earth, the most subtle beast. He'll get you to thinking that when somebody looked at you, they looked like they didn't like you anymore. And the first thing you know, you buy it. I'm telling you, God is not the accuser of the brethren. I'm telling you, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And I refuse to let him speak into my life concerning you as a church or this city as a city that is ready for revival. I am telling you that there are people that have gone astray, but it's not because they didn't love God. They just got to listen to the wrong voice. 
and anybody that's not a what we would call a freedom worshiper, just a normal thing when they get up in the morning, praise God, hallelujah, the devil has already stole part of their thoughts. I am going to do this. I am going to do that. God being my helper, I'm going to get my job done today. God being my helper, I'm going to do it in a way that will please the Lord, my Father, my source, God, the head of the church, of Christ, Christ, the head of the church. And God, I am going to make this whole line lined up. And I'm going to sense the glory starting up there in the creative generation and the creative world. I am going to get into the bloodline. I am going to get into divine symmetry in my marriage. I'm going to get into divine symmetry in my family I am not going to get out of symmetry line up is line up and line up now there may be times when you have to uh, go through a period with some things and you may have to just let the ministry of the word and the ministry of the spirit but we should not be surprised at what's going on with all the headship that's in place but it's so misplaced. Comes down through the lineage of flesh. The second Adam was uh, Jesus Christ. And then, of course, through the work of the Holy Ghost and through the Word, they are, they are Siamese twins. You can't have one without the other. I mean... You can't work the word without the spirit. The spirit is the life, and the and the word is the path, and and so the spirit is the power, and the word is the absolute uh, highway. And Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the source but by me." So the peace of God is greater by His exhibition of life. The accuracy of God is being exhibited in a most awesome way. And the wheels of prophecy are taking us to our destiny. All prophecy is coming to pass more rapidly than I can imagine. I sat with chills as I tried to write out as fast as God would allow me to think about all of this stuff. And uh, this is hours of stuff. And it, it don't just come. It just, it's, it's, it's like, God, I've got to get loose from this, and I've got to get loose from that. I will not have another COVID catch me this unaware. That's where it started. I mean, I was already feeling a lot of it, but when COVID hit, and I began to be aware that this whole thing could be over real quick. And, I mean, I've been aware of that in a distant way for a long time. I preached revivals and told them Jesus could come in 1971, and, and, and it didn't happen, but... I'm, I'm talking about a true sensitivity. We must know, living in victory now, destiny now. We cannot afford to be putting off our victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. That name of Jesus, that Holy Ghost and fire, that's not just Pentecostal preaching. That came from the river starting up in heaven that we call the river of life that flowed through the Jesus and the angels of God and into the word of God. And now we have that as a deposit to us and a credit to us. 
Love not the world, neither the things in the world, because no man can serve two masters. You cannot love all the things that we are trying to buy that would pacify and take care of us to satisfy there's nothing wrong with us having fun and nothing wrong with us playing a little ball and there's nothing wrong with us having a few things. But when that interest gets greater than that interest, then that is a sin and this is. And that's what preachers took a lot of shortcuts when instead of going through this routine, they just tell you if you smoke, you're going to hell. If you have a television, you're going to hell. Well, the truth is that there's a whole lot of truth in that. Doesn't necessarily mean because you watched a little TV you're going to hell. But that was the easy way to keep you from watching what you didn't ought to watch. Because it sin always starts with just getting used to a little bit of wrong. A little bit of hate on a TV show. A little bit of hate on a movie. A little bit of lust on a hate on a TV show. A little bit of lust on a movie. A little bit of lust. A little bit of uh, Christianity. First thing you know, a little Christianity survives, suffices for all of it. Over here, there's war in the house. There's children that are misaligned. There's families that are misaligned. There's all kind of hell breaking loose. And we just want somebody to pacify us and hand us a little pacifier at church. Not on this pulpit. I promise you that the rest of my days, you let me be the pastor of this church, we are going to follow him the best I can get myself to do and the best I can get us to do. I'm telling you, he is alive evermore. And I'm telling you that there's no God beside him. There's none like him. And he is the one that could put his mind on paper. And he's about to lead us out of here. And I want you to be ready. You've done too much for me, for me to fool around with you this is not to be scary I'm a little ahead of myself but to draw us to his plan of life there's not anybody that could put their mind on paper and keep it 2,000 years and he put his on paper and you can hold him to it and you can see that he is still on his way to finishing it up it is amazing to me. We are going to enjoy life in spite of present horrors. I think we ought to weep a little bit over some of the children that don't have a chance. You're talking about horrifying. Cussing, lying, committing adultery, fornication, lesbianism, homosexuality, and these kids are having to be faced with that. God help us. Let's cry out to God. God help us. God make me the better preacher. I want us to turn this moment into a prayer of revival. God, revive in me thy works. 
revive in the midst of the years. Look in Habakkuk. Revive in the midst of the years and wrath make known mercy. Revive, revival, revive, oh, revival of the name. Revive, reviving of the word. Living it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're close to a companion or somebody, why don't you pray with them? If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. I believe in that management. I believe in that that word of God. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. I'm telling you, we can send a bunch of weird thoughts out of this place here before the morning, before the night is over. We can send a lot of weird thoughts out of our house when we get home, coming in with the victory of the blood, the word, and the name, and having spiritual authority over every weird thought. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to be just rhetoric. Hallelujah. 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 God's sincere teaching is to live in victory daily. My peace give I unto the world. He didn't loan it to us. He said, I give it to you. If we're not living in peace, that doesn't mean you're not going through a storm. But when he told that storm, peace be still, he gave you an insight on how to handle the storm that is going on in your world. Peace be still. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Christ is Lord. And I promise you, devils have to. They can't take worship that is sincere. You can run every devil out of your house and out of your head if you start praising the name of the Lord. Because the Bible said God inhabits the praise of his people. He will not cohabit with the devil. He got him out of heaven and took a third of his angels with him. I said he will not cohabit with heaven. I'm here to tell you that the devil can't have your mind if you give God your mind. And you got to start praising him when you don't feel like it. And you got to start exalting him when you don't feel like it. Because you can't believe all this hell is breaking loose around you. That's when you want to say, thank you, Jesus, because I know you're my Savior. That's thank you, Jesus, because I know the blood still cleanses. I thank you, Jesus, because the Spirit is still the resurrection Spirit. It can get me over. It can get me beyond. It can get me through. I'm telling you, you're going going to come through. There's a great revival that's about to happen in Paris, Texas and you prayed it into existence. We must have a knowledge now. Knowing is a whole lot better than feeling. What you know is greater than what you feel. When you go by your feelings you'll always have a wreck. Only the truth can keep you from having an event where the devil is in charge. 
God is able. Let's look at the end of the book here. Revelation 21 and 6. And he said unto me, not them, me. God is a very personal God. And he's trying to speak into your heart. But if you let things out yonder dull your ear, you're going to miss the current blessing that he had for you. It's so easy to get your eyes on what you're looking at that you want. He said, look up. Because your redemption comes from above. When you are at your lowest and things have gone far distant than what you thought, look up. Looking unto Jesus, the ascended Messiah, the ascended bloodline, the overcomer over death, hell, and the grave. Look up. That's where overcoming comes from. Looking unto Jesus, who is now sitting in the throne room and ordering angels to come to your bedside and to your house and, and to your heart and say, be healed, be healed, be healed. The only way you can be healed is to trust the word of the Lord. He can handle all that stuff that's been coming your way. I'm talking to somebody here tonight. God didn't just send me to say some stuff. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and I will give him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life. Somebody say freely. Well, thank all eight of you. A thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. I'm telling you, you can go to him day or night without a checkbook, without anything, and come with just simple faith and say, God, I know you're out there, and I know you're right here, and I know you're right there, and you can give me a thought right now that will deliver me from this delirium I'm going through. You can give me a thought right now that will set me free from all this frustration. I'm facing a dead-end street. I don't know what to do. I've said it to myself. I've said it to others others I don't know what I'm gonna do if I have to go another day like this with people like this I'm here to tell you turn turn your attention back to the bloodline turn your focus back to the heavens where Jesus Christ has angels that are ready they're ready to ministering spirits to minister to your work your life your love your glory no house can be built in a day and no every no big wreck can be cured in a night but you can get somebody on site that will give you hope. And his name is still the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and sorcerers. I want you to see he puts the fearful with the whoremongers. And I hear people all the time say, I wouldn't get around them whoremongers for nothing. I wouldn't get around an adulterer for nothing. But they'll get around a gossiper. You don't have very long left. How in the world can we go tail-bearing and still expect God to just overlook all that? Well, I served him for 40 years. No. He said tail-bearing is wrong, and it separates you from the freedom of the Spirit. And the fearful, the unbelieving, and unbelieving is violating the word of God. 
And as soon as you violate the Word of God, you can get free from it if you confess it. There's some days I've had to confess 40 times. I've been in some bad stuff. I don't mind confessing to you that I've had to confess to him. If I'm going to be a leader, I've got to be able to lead through all this junk that's going on down here. Have you had a chance to read all of that verse 8? All of these people, the unbelieving and the whoremongers, the adulterers and the sorcerers. Sorcerers are people that try to concoct it up on their own and they try to come up with all these weird spirits, trying to mix them with a little of the word. I'm here to tell you that's not going to work. He will not be a partner with any inclement thing of the hell. He overcame death, hell, and the grave. He overcame the lust of the flesh. He overcame every desire to lie. say, Pastor, you expecting all that? No, he is. He's looking for you to get to heaven. He's going to be highly disappointed if when the whistle blows, you're not looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of this whole show. There came unto me. Oh, I'm sorry, the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, are all liars, which is the second death, and that's the part I left off. So there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. Somebody say one angel. One out of seven had the whole deal. How many angels do you think it's going to take to set you free tonight? How many angels do you think it's going to take to get you through what you're going through? What you're going to get, you're, you're going to walk out of here and you're going to be such a light, you're going to tell them with confidence, our God is able to do this stuff. I'm telling you, I got a God. I found out some stuff tonight. I found, and uh, three days from now, you'll be saying, I found out some stuff a few days ago. The Lord arrested my attention and told me to tell you he's on your side. You can't. You don't have to wait for a feeling to tell them he's on their side. We know what happened. He who became sin, who knew no sin, that we all might become the righteousness of God. He's on their side. He's working for them. They're not on his side yet, so they're not getting all they need from him. But he's on their side. He came to earth. He became sin. He became lack. He became weak. He became everything so you and I could go this way and become everything. He has laid a trail to us, and that trail is easy to find. He trailed it out of heaven, and now we can trail it back into heaven. The blood will get you there. The word will get you there. Glorifying God will get you there. When you're going through the worst hell, look, do what the three Hebrew children did. They praise God. Don't tell our kids that if you don't live that. If he could get them out of a fiery furnace, he's going to get you out out of the hell you're going through now. Never tell anybody that if I didn't believe they got out of that fiery furnace. If I wouldn't have believed that Daniel got out of the lion's den, I wouldn't tell our kids anything about this God. Anybody 
put all that in paper and couldn't promote it, he's able. I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Isn't that something? One of the seven angels telling him about the plagues, and the next thing you know, he's talking about the bride. over here he's seeing the results of the blood of the glory you may remember singing it will be worth it all how you think about it now whatever you have to go through You may come through this thing with scars, and you may come through with some things, but I want to show you what scars and stuff are. Every time you climb over a problem, you're getting escalated in your new position to rule and reign with him. Don't think everybody's going to be on the same level. No, 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 no. All the hell you're going through here, all of it that you overcome is elevating you to a position of rulership and reigning with him over there. You say, Pastor, good God Almighty, you tra- where are you just drawing that from? It's simple. So simple you can run right over it. Every man shall be rewarded according to his works on earth. I'm going higher, higher. You know what Brother Bob Bolton's favorite song was? I'm on the stairway. And, and you know, he, he sang that so much, I got a thought out of it. I'd ask people all over the city, which, which step is the one that's going to be the best step? The first one or the last one? You got it. So simple that a fool can't miss it. But see, we've been stressed so much by the adversary. We think it's all a big problem. Got to have some weird thing. Here it is. You are the target for his new kingdom. He did both. How dare we? Minimize what he did. You got a song? You're standing between. You're living between. The resurrection of the dead and the birth of Christ in your life. I wish we'd pray for one another. You're living right in the middle of some of the greatest moments that history will ever produce. That's why you're having struggles. That's why things are happening in families and churches and and movements. 
we now have 101 oneness movements, which just floors me. I'm believing in this God. The only thing we can trust in this day is His Word. That's the only thing you can trust. Somebody say, preach the Word, Pastor. mean a lot to me I'm not fussing with anybody else I'm not fussing with preachers I'm not fussing with demons if a demon tries to come I'm just going to sick him on sick Jesus on him because God can handle everything that's going on and that's why he says turning all of your cares on me for I care for you put all of that on him Get free, live free, worship, praise, bring his presence, and let him take care of the big stuff. That doesn't mean we don't discipline our body and discipline our tongue and discipline our thought patterns. That is pretty easy to do when you have a confidence that greater is he that is for me than he that's against me. Let's sing. If there's anybody that needs the Holy Ghost. He knows There's my a revival way. spirit. If you need a renewing of the Holy Ghost, I encourage you. He knows my Pray way. till you pray through. Don't leave the house. He knows my when God is so close. He knows my name. Make a breakthrough tonight. Oh, how he walks with That's me. It. This is breakthrough night. Yes. It's Wednesday night oh, how the Bible study. Me. And oh, how Turn it all the stuff over to the master. Oh, the glory is Oh, the glory is Oh, the is worthy. Yes, you know my name. He said, humble yourselves, therefore, to the Lord. Spirit, he will give you a tongue, he will give you a confidence. That's all you're
Today. 